This episode is sponsored by Luminous Creative Agency. Headquartered in downtown Providence, Luminous works with businesses and organizations to enhance their marketing efforts by developing high-quality creative content, such as video, ad campaigns, design, branding, and more. You can learn more by visiting Luminous.agency. That's L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S dot agency. Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the ocean state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, guys. We're so excited for today's guest. We have Jeremy Duffy from the Guild. And just to be totally upfront with you guys, we do have a little secret to admit to. We accidentally created a brewery series. Oops. <laughs> just kidding. Not oops. We're so excited about it. It's really cool. We The episodes won't be released consecutively, but we do have some really cool um, brewers coming up in the next few months. Um, but Jeremy kind of starts us off. Yeah, uh, we'll have, uh, like Sasha said, we'll have quite a few. They're not going to be back to back to back. We're going to try to intersperse them with some other uh, interviews. But we have some breweries. Uh, we have a distillery. Um, assuming we'll eventually have some wineries. Uh, because Heck yeah. Because uh, we love alcohol. <laughs> this is good. Another <laughs> little known secret is that we love alcohol. Uh, so with Jeremy, um, he is the founder of the Guild. The Guild has three locations. Two are permanent all the time, which are the Guild Pawtucket and the Guild Warren, which is a, a newer location for them and is very, um, obviously still brings you your favorite beers and brews, but also has a bigger focus on food and restaurant sort of uh, like a restaurant menu. Um, they also have the Guild in Providence. It's a pop-up during the warmer seasons. That's at the Van Leesten Pedestrian Bridge, which overlooks the skyline of Providence. It's really fun um, to go there. They usually have um, some pop-up uh, food trucks um, and their, you know, their brewers and beers on tap, which is awesome. Yeah, it, it- this is an awesome spot. It's a great place to be. We actually, um, which you'll see coming up uh, after you listen to this, uh, in January, we have our Who to Watch um, issue of Providence Monthly, and the Van Leesten Bridge is on the cover. Mm. Uh, I'm sure everybody's familiar with it, but if you don't get out of, say, South County and get yourself to the city very often, uh, you can take a sneak peek at it on there. Uh, and then the other thing I needed to bring up is you'll hear at the very end of this episode that I promised Jeremy that I would make sure uh, everybody listening to this was drinking a beer. So what I'm going to need you to do right now is pause this podcast and go grab yourself a beer out of the fridge, and, and I'll wait. Okay, I'm assuming you have a beer now. So so crack that beer open, um, settle in, and enjoy this conversation with Jeremy. Have fun, guys. Enjoy. Recording. Yay. Jeremy, we're so happy to have you. Well, thanks for having me. You feel good? I appreciate coming down and talking to you guys. Driving all the way to Warwick. All the way to Warwick. (laughs) I've been a little bit East Bay focused, so going on the West Bay is okay. Oh, yeah. So how, speaking of the East Bay, you have, you opened up a guild, Warren. Correct. How has that been? That's been phenomenal. Um, Yeah. You know, due to COVID, we were supposed to open it up about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we weren't comfortable about opening up a new location. Thankfully, the the building owner felt the same way. Mm. And so, so we, you know, we were going to make a big splash this summer. And of course, construction takes time. Oh yeah. So we're probably about 60 day uh, delay, but we opened up in September and it's been awesome. 
So it's just, um, if just from an explanation standpoint, it's it's kind of our first for it. I call it a small batch brewery meets beer hall mm-hmm. with a food focus. Um, that's a lot of words. I just uh, I like yeah, get, dive in, dive into I, that. I, I'm not sure if I because I, <laughs> I hate the word brew pub. I hate it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So this is just a little bit different. Like like the guild is going to be about beer hall and about community. Mm. And um, we wanted to kind of add food to that and everything kind of plays in the beer hall vibe. So there's so, like an actual menu, like a, cause I know at the mm. Guild Pawtucket, I haven't unfortunately been to Warren yet, sure. which I'm mm. dying to go, but I know that it's like a smaller menu, like yeah. there's pizzas and you have food trucks. So at, in the Warren location, there's a menu menu. It's, it's totally different. Oh, um, We like to call it uh craft comfort. Oh, I think cool. we're really creative and coming up with names, mm. but it's that craft, that local source ingredients mm. meets comfort food. That's cool. And the other thing is, and I, I think this is going to be a big thing coming out of COVID, is is the need and the want to bring back community. Mm. So we did long style tables. A lot of our food is shareable. So you can kind of just order a bunch of things and just kind of mm. pick at it yeah. and do that. And it's been really, really well received. So it's... um have a big place that it's about 140 seats inside outside we have a beautiful deck about 50 seats out there and so what i always like to say is you look in and there's a little feel of of that beer hall in Pawtucket. Mm. you get that you know it's brick and concrete and glass and and you just get that vibe and then you turn around and, you, and you're 25 feet from the water and you're like what the hell is that all about? Like, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. we, we were very lucky to find an amazing location. Um, well, and Warren is and like, it's got its own kind of cool factor. Now. Like, it, it has uh-huh. for a while, but as far as food scene goes and stuff, too, there's like yeah. really cool, like boutique, uh, like chef-owned restaurants and all that out there, too. So kind of joining into that scene is a good move, I think. It's completely insane what Warren's turned into. Like, it, you know, I think it, it always try to figure itself out and, Bristol's popping for decades, mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden, uh, Water Street. When we're right off Water Street, oh cool! Now has like eleven amazing restaurants. Yeah, I, I would actually say, I've said this before. I, I, it, if it's not one of the best streets, it could be the best street food street in Rhode Island. It's amazing, and you can go up and down some mm. really kind of fancy and and some mm-hmm. just farm table and some wonderful things, all the way down to just just really kind of publish places which are awesome so we're actually hugely excited to be part of that community mm. we celebrate all that stuff. it seems like a really good fit too if yeah. if you know bringing back community is like really important for you because i feel like i live in providence but a lot of times um on like a saturday or sunday my friends and i will meet somewhere in warren because it is that cool scene there is you know you can grab a drink at the square peg and then you can go have dinner at uptown or like you can do like a bunch of little things just in that one little area and it's fun to be able to like experience different things and be near the water but not it's not you know sometimes restaurants near the water are so like water like nautical focused it's like you said a lot of these places still have that like very comfort cozy like bricky sort of cool Mm. vibe so i think warren is such a good move for you guys yeah (laughs) it it just kind of worked out that way and uh just found an amazing spot and to join the community be on the water and build another brewery it's awesome do you have um a favorite from the menu at the warren location do you have a favorite food food item yeah i'm dying to know i love to take suggestions so we do this uh, uh we're just introducing it it's a flatbread but it's a salmon 
with salmon and, and potato. Ooh. And something a little different. That yeah, sounds cool. delicious. It's kind of different for a flatbread. Yeah. So Are you do a lot of flatbreads, a lot of sliders, mm. that kind of stuff. Are you brewing in Warwin as yeah, well? Correct. Yeah. So we got a we have a seven barrel system. Up in Pawtucket, we have our hundred barrel system, which is more for our partners in our large scale production. Then we have a ten barrel system, which is really to support the Gill Brewing Company, which is like now a thing. Like mm. Originally, we didn't think we were going to do that because uh, we thought it was counter to sort of our business model and what we were doing for other partners. And then our partners like, why the hell aren't you brewing <laughs> your own beer? Yeah. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And it really uh, allowed us to supplement the beer hall in Pawtucket to make sure we have a wide range of beers. So we're going to continue that down in Warren. So now we have two small systems that can do mm. unique beers. In Warren, I really want to get into continue innovation, right? Just do some super weird and cool stuff. <laughs> uh, and then collaboration. Like mm. I, like collaboration in the craft beer industry is big. Um, we've been so busy in Pawtucket, we haven't really focused on that. We are now with, um, we did a collaboration with Crooked Current, which is a mm. great brewery. Yeah, She's super awesome. And, and uh, it was also the smallest brewery. They have a one barrel. And oh, we're the wow. largest brewery. So it was kind of cool to do that. We did, a festival called Drink Pawtucket. And so we did a collaboration off that. And then I don't know if you guys are familiar with our table. Our table does a lot of pop-ups at our place. Mm-hmm. Great food, great barbecue. Mm. So he, we just did a collaboration with him where he roasted um, um, uh, peaches. Oh, and wow. And just got a smoky flavor out of that. That's and then we cool. made a Belgian. And you put it in beer? Yeah. Oh, man. It's awesome. That yeah, sounds really. so cool. It, it's one of the really cool experience where... You taste it, you get a smokiness in the front, then you get the peach, and then you get the malt. Mm. It's like a really kind of cool experience. That's really cool. So we want to do a lot more um, down in Warren, have this idea of a Warren Street collaboration. We'll mm. work with the restaurants and kind of do a beer around that. Maybe we'll do a charity around that. That's but so it's cool. about That's celebrating, right? It's mm. yeah. community so and celebration. Is that plan to always so are you brewing anything the same there that you are at the Pawtucket one or is it all different stuff in Warren so so a little bit of both a little bit of both Mm -hmm. right so they're both brewing unique beers we can transfer between the two breweries Mm -hmm. so you'll see that um but maybe once in a while just be a Warren only Mm. specific beer yeah Yeah, exactly do like a one barrel or something so you have enough to just feed that restaurant yeah particularly if we're going to do a Warren collaboration yeah then we'll just keep it down there. Let's mm. go and do that. So, and like I'm, um, this phrase I've heard a lot recently is um, a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what you're doing. Like, obviously, the guild is already a well-known name from people in Pawtucket, and now and a lot of Providence people go to those areas. And a lot of for a little while there weren't a lot of um, northern. I know now there's a lot more nor- breweries in like the northern half of the state. And I think for a while, the Guild was like the only place to go to like hang out casually, grab a beer. And so you already have a name that people know. So coming into Warren and collaborating with maybe a new restaurant or whatever that isn't, you know, as on top of mind as the Guild is, that's like so cool. It's, 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 you know, you're the new, technically you're the new guy in Warren, but yeah. you're bringing all this like fun collaboration. That's yeah, awesome. We, we have that experience and, and that's sort of how we're built. Mm. And, um, yeah, we're gonna have fun with it, right? Mm. I mean, so our first beer out of Warren was Warren G, and it was a double IPA, which is this juice bomb, and people love it. Mm. And there's actually a couple of Instagrams that are very focused on Warren, 
and uh, they're just all over it. They're That's just, awesome. They're just absolutely all over it. And it's very funny because Warren's sort of an artsy community, mm-hmm. changing a little bit, but not, not the, the, the core is still arts. So every time I meet someone like dead on from Warren, they'll look at me and be like, you're going to keep Warren weird, right? I'm like, <laughs> we'll try our best. We'll That's do, awesome. We'll do our best. Well, I mean, so if, not thrill. that this is weird, but like if you're smoking peaches and putting it in beer, that's yeah. like super creative and fun and different. So yeah. I think you're already, you're already meeting the standard down there. We got 16 taps and, mm. and it just allows us to do a wide variety from stouts all the way down to, to light lagers. And why not have some fun in between? Totally. Yeah. And there's so many like, uh, you know, if you're not into, so like I, I'm big into whiskey too. And mm. People will be like, uh, you know, like. How many, does it really matter? And like, it's somebody that doesn't pay attention, like doesn't realize that there's so many different like flavor profiles and, and, and changes in the palate and the different things you can do with it. And yeah. like one ingredient can change the entire flavor of something. And that's all, I think the recognition of that is one of the reasons why, like how you said your partners at when, who you were brewing for at the guild, yeah. were asking you like, why are you guys not brewing your own beer? Because there's not that like famine mentality. Like everybody knows that, you know, you could have 40 brewers in the same place with like almost the same ingredients. And you're going to get 40 different beers out. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> always different and unique. And, mm. and like the whiskey stuff I love because we're starting to see those converge too. So mm. we have a lot of sons of Liberty whiskey barrels. So we'll do a batch and then the brewers will put it into a, an old whiskey barrel yep. and oh, let it sit for like six months. That's mm-hmm. cool. And then that'll get you that one keg and do something different. Mm. So the innovation around that is what makes the industry exciting, what people like. They always want to be surprised at some level. So it's fun, you know, you know? Yeah, and it's absolutely. collaborative. Do you have a favorite like go-to? I mean, I'm sure there's a specialty beer, which I want to know that answer to, like your favorite sure. specialty beer, but your favorite, like I'm not a beer drinker, but I know that there's like, an IPA, an APA, a, a light beer. <laughs> That's really all my knowledge goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are a ton. I guess style. Yeah, yeah mm. I mean, it's it's also seasonal in nature. Mm. So summertime, you have a tendency to go a little bit lighter. Mm. We do a Kolsch for Devil's Purse mm. out of Cape Cod. And it's just my go-to. It's just but so, I like the name. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's festive. It's, it's festive. <laughs> I'm all about a theme. <laughs> it's very German. Mm. Um, and... Um, and then in the winter months, I'll go darker. So we'll do um, Imperial Stout coming up, mm. which is great, which is a little concerning with the ABV on that one. But What's that mean? ABV is alcohol content. Oh, so okay. the higher the ABV, the, the more you're going to feel it. Mm. Well, hopefully you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and, your like 5%. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. So a light beer would be 4.5 to mm. 5 and then a double IPA, which like the Warren G, mm. is like an eight point two. Mm. Wow! So I'm I'm two two yeah <laughs> Max. yeah two yeah because really good brewers know how to hide the alcohol mm. con- the taste of it. So like in whiskey, you're gonna taste that alcohol no matter mm. what because just the the alcohol content is so high. That happens to beer too, particularly around double IPAs and triple IPAs. Yeah. You can start tasting it. But a really good brewer can hide it, mask yeah. it a little bit, mm. which is, as I like to say, so you're drinking a double, but it drinks like a regular IPA. You mm. know, yeah, yeah. that's that's where. And then they like in whiskey, like you refer to that as like a hot, hot whiskey. It's like something that's like really like high proof. Yeah, yeah. And like or like spicy. 
like they depending on who's talking about it or whoever sure. is your your person giving you your flavor notes but a lot of people yeah. will call it a hot whiskey is there like a th- is there a term for a high proof beer or is it kind of just a high proof beer it's just yeah mm-hmm. not getting it's, fancy yeah just <laughs> ipas right yeah so yeah. i'm not sorry i'm sorry not ipa abvs right yeah. that, that will describe everything yep then there's IBUs, which is a bitterness context, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll get that with higher ABV too, mm-hmm. particularly around hops. But, mm. um, so, so there's the, a lot there's a lot that goes. Yeah, that's it. like I I like I said before, I'm not a beer drinker, but um, my husband loves beer. He loves like a double IPA. He loves yeah. an IPA, and we try to. Um, he has his like his classic favorites, but we always try whenever we like go to liquor store, he always gets like a fun one based on like the cool can or yep. like, yep. you know, whatever, uh, something interesting local that's going on. Yep. Um, but, and we've gone on a few like tours and, um, it's, it's crazy. And someone who doesn't drink beer and knows nothing about like the flavor profiles and some people are like, Oh, it's really hoppy or it's, it, it has like this. Uh, I have no idea. And it, sure. the, the science that goes behind it is like, insane like it's crazy yeah. the brewers are scientists mm. at the end and uh, i am not a brewer i'm, the, I'm on, on the other side of okay. it so uh so they'll always be like oh he's talking about beer again isn't he <laughs> uh, but i know enough to be dangerous yeah um but it's true i mean and that's the whole thing like you might try something mm. you're like i don't like it and that's okay because mm-hmm. it's not within your profile and mm. what you're liking mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, of the styles but it's really it's science meets innovation mm. and they're playing around with it all the time. And, mm. um, and it's, yeah, it's fun. And that's like, uh, before we started, I was telling you that the, one of my favorite parts about going to the guild with our friends when they want like a beer and to chat and to get that community feeling, yep. I love that there's always an option for me. That's like a non beer, but sure. it's still like out of a tap and it's still like in a cup and it's still, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like I'm drinking like a sangria. Like I'm, I, you're not being mocked at the guild. Exactly. Right? Like awesome. I, yeah. I still feel like I'm part of like the beer crew and yeah, yeah, I can yeah. be involved in it. And you know, it's, it makes me feel like I'm part of the community, which is great. <laughs> That's you, awesome. Which you don't get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I no, appreciate I mean, that. A lot of breweries have different cultures, right? Mm. And because, we're a large scale brewery that is really ultimately there for our partners. Um, we have a wide range and seltzers, hard seltzers became a thing, mm. like a big thing. So we produce three different kinds right now, mm. you know, so it's, it's ever changing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, well, what seems cool is that it, it seems like the guild and you and your partners and you're up for trying new things and mm. innovative ideas. And that's really Cool. I when doing research, I saw that you were, the guild is like in the top fifty of like the, uh, the yeah. brew. I don't know the how to. I'm probably gonna butcher saying this, but like the brewers in the United States, like the size of the is that correct? Yeah, butcher it. Oh, good. You, you got it. There was a, so, um, it so was a better yeah. phrasing like online, but I just kind of yeah. spat it out so how I remembered it, it a little bit because of our model and we built sort of a large scale craft brewery. Um, we just skyrocketed so we're uh march so we're almost four years into brewing production and um we are into four years of brewing productions uh and just kind of took off it was like an absolute rocket ship kind of crazy and um yeah so we have now produced uh enough beer to be in the top 50 of brewing producers in the country 
and that's out of 8,800 breweries that's in the country. Cr- in the smallest state. Yeah, which that's is kind of so cool. cool. It is cool. So probably top eight in New England. Wow. Seven. Congratulations. And, oh, thank you. No, it, it, you know, it's, the team has worked really hard, mm. and, and we've had some fun with it. So it's it's been it's been cool that way, mm. you know, and and to kind of kind of get to that sort of next level. Yeah, Rhode Island's got, um, <clears throat> and I I obviously knew there were a bunch of breweries in Rhode yeah. Island, and like I've been with this company about six years. Um, and at some point in that run, you know, I learned new things all the time because it's a company that's completely focused on Rhode Island. Uh, and that's all we do. It's all we talk about. Sure. Uh, and then we do like, um, uh, brewery maps or something like that. And I like looked at it and I was like, holy crap, they're all like between breweries, uh, vineyards and like distilleries in Rhode Island. There are a friggin' ton of them. Mm. There might be, if you, you put all of that together over 40. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It was like 12, when I looked, it was like there was like twenty something breweries at one. So we're like probably more. about thirty five now. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's, it reminds me of being like going up to Portland. Yeah, and like you go there, you can't like throw a rock without hitting a brewery. Mm. They're just everywhere. Greatest place but in the world. They right? all do. They all do <laughs> well. They're all, and, some and, of them, and they do. Yeah, because and they all have their own brand. Mm. And yeah. they all. Have their different vibe and mm. yeah, there's blocks where there's like five or yeah. six different breweries like in on the same like block. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, the cool thing is, it's not like you go to a brewery and like, oh, that's McDonald's and let's go to Burger King. Like, yep, they're, they're all yeah. super super different, mm-hmm. and you can never get bored by by doing that. And you, know, you get five favorites. It's it's crazy. And you add the distilleries. We have two distilleries in Pawtucket, mm-hmm. right? And then I think there's five now. Yep. In Rhode Island, Industrious is doing awesome. The mm. place is super, super cool. And then obviously Sons of Liberty and what they do down there. Yep. So and then uh, so it's it's just it's just different. So it's ever exploding. So when we started the concept in 2013, it took us a while to get brewing. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I was gonna the, say, just have been brewing for four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's uh, March of 2017. Okay, so a little over four years. So, um, uh, but there was 3,200 breweries when we started in 2013. There are now 8,800 breweries. Wow. And I think what's happening is, talking about community in this, is um, the breweries are kind of taking over for the local bars Mm. at some level because of that community aspect, because of that inclusion side. I always laugh, like, you know, you'll, you'll talk to a parent and they'll be like, I would never take my child to a bar. And then they take them brewery, to a brewery. <laughs> for a brewery <laughs> yeah. story. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you know, and um, I always laugh that we we always have uh, the amount of like first birthday parties we have at the, at the guild <laughs> is hysterical because I'm like, the kid is such a prop. Yeah, you know? totally. Like, the parents just want to have a good time and they yep. just want to well, kind of do their thing. But that's the whole thing. So dogs and when mm. you're at the guild, like you'll see a table and there's a family and you'll mm. see a table a couple of dogs there and it's just and it's not a it's not a demographic it's not like uh we just have the 20s and 30s mm. it's a psychographic so you'll have a 21 year old next to a 61 year old just because they like beer they like and like you said community. the vibe too like the second you walk in and again i've been to a lot of breweries because i don't beer is not really my thing i don't know like the you you both just talked about how like Every even if you had five breweries on the same block, they they wouldn't even be in competition with each other because they're Some each level. delivering 
different products and everything is going to taste different, which I think is so cool. And like you said, each deliver like a different vibe. And I feel like at the Guild, it, it, it is, it's very like casual, fun, like it feels you know, it just feels fun. And it's yeah. funny that you say the thing about the kids because my brother, he, that's his favorite. He, he has two sons now. Yeah. And he's always like, yeah, when, I, when we were growing up, like it was like if you brought your kid to a place that had a lot of drinking or bars, like you were the worst parent. And yeah. now every other weekend when you go to any brewery, there's like more children than there are yeah. adults. Yes, yes. But it worked. I mean, but, it works. But you know what? They It's actually, it's pulling from Europe, right? Mm. It's like the Irish pub and the English pub we're all based on not adults getting and just getting, you know, trashed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there were community. It's the community. Yeah. And German beer halls and all. all I mean, mm. so it's really kind of America's finally pulling in yeah. that vibe. And that's, that's super cool to me. And it's good know? for kids too. Cause like, again, with that mentality before, when you, ter- like when a kid would turn like 21, it was like, yeah, now mm. I can go. And, and when you're younger and you're around beer and you hear about it and you're not so like what is beer it's a big mystery i feel like it's yeah. probably not as such a shell shock when it's, it's true not that, point. it's just like in europe they you know you can drink when you're like 18 yeah and you can also like your parents are allowed to give you drinks at home yeah in a lot and of countries in europe and it's not that big of and a you deal can do that in some states in the united states as well I don't oh, think sure. Rhode Island's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think Rhode Island's one but of like, them. It's but like if your kid's at home like for dinner, like mm. there's a there's yeah. a couple states that still yeah. And it's not so. and obviously parents make that decision for themselves, like whatever, but it's just as a society, like when you go to Europe or even Canada, like it's not as big of a deal. Like yeah, it's no. just more casual and it's more like you said, it's a sense of community and it's not like when you're twenty one, you turn twenty one and you're like, Oh, it's time to rage. Like yeah. you're just like, Okay, cool, we're we're just yeah, I, I raged pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like when my when my uh, sons turn twenty one, they'd be like, I've "Been to like fifty breweries." Yeah, so right. Like whatever. But, I know uh, how to brew this beer. This but, is not impressive but to it's me. Kind of, kind of taking that stigma out of it, mm. right? Like yep. where it's just like you know, relax. It's yeah, just and you can go to a brewery and doing... play games, and like yep. sometimes there's like cornhole or like board games, and it's it's. It feels like a family environment. Yeah. It feels very like uh, approachable and fun, and no one's there's no judgment. It's very like it's easy and it's a fun mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah, it's and that's starting to come back. We really lost a lot of that because of COVID. Mm. Now we're starting to come back, which is great. That, which is totally great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was nice for. I mean, everybody missed having people at their brewery. Sure, but it was. We've talked about this a few times with uh, other guests, uh, and the fact that it. it People really wanted to step up for their local yeah. um, shops or restaurants or people were leaving big tips when they'd pick things up or they'd make the drive. So they can, any brewery that did canning or bottling, like most of them did, they didn't do what they were doing before, yeah. but they did okay. Yeah. They did okay yeah. enough to stay afloat and, and move and along. Yep. And, uh, and that was really cool. And that's part of the community thing. A lot yep. of people... There's one part where it's like you just want to be there um, and be with like the community of people that are drinking. But it's also the community of like you, most people who frequent breweries, if you're there a lot, you know the owner, yep. you mm. know the brewer, they come out, you know the bartender behind the thing, the ta- yep. person pulling taps, you know everybody there. So yep. it's the community of the entire business. And I know a lot of people, I don't go to breweries as much as I used to because I have some 
issues myself with uh with beer yep. um just dietary wise but uh i'll still go and sneak one in <laughs> and just pay the price for it we'll pay the price uh, and it's just yeah. it's a fun thing to do it yeah. really is yeah. i think i think um localness is is part of that whole mm. conversation where they know that the owners are are living in the communities they're they're part of it mm-hmm. they're hiring people that live in the community they're producing a local product. It's all of that, right? And I think that's why people have been so supportive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just not this like faceless enterprise, mm-hmm. you know. And so. I think during COVID too, um, like when things did start to like slowly open back up, I feel like I think a I think a brewery was one of the first places I went to because it was most breweries have a lot of space. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're close in in tiny little banquettes next to a bunch of people like you had the space to like move around you could bring your own a lot of breweries not all breweries you can like bring food or you can bring your own game and and you know you it's it was I feel like um a lot of my friends and myself when when it was starting to get like oh we can go places like a lot of the breweries like had the big open windows so it felt like the air circulation was good like it was a really good kind of stepping stone which I thought was cool and I think it made people realize if they had forgotten, like, oh, shoot, breweries are so fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> they really are. Um, I have a question. Um, so I know that you um, had a career in, like, sports marketing. Sure. What was the step from that to the guilds? Hmm. Like, where I know that's probably a very complicated question um, answer, and please, you can – say the long of it the reader's digest of it whatever you're comfortable with i'm just so i love to know people's like journeys i i love i thought you were gonna say so you started in sports and you ended in beer (laughs) you're the most simple person (laughs) i've ever met in my life no no way (laughs) and all you said in your mind was like that's cool let's go you know like like uh there was a little bit of a thought process around Mm. that um that gets back to i I told you i did a, a podcast for my college. I went to Providence College, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I will not elongate the forty five minutes of just <laughs> yapping. Um, I, it was it was kind of simple. I, I, it was kind of following passions, mm. honestly. Um, and the biggest theme thing theme was actually entrepreneurship. Mm. So you know, I kind of was a political science major that wasn't going to be a lawyer or a teacher or politician but i did a lot of work at providence college with sports marketing and all Mm. that and really thought that was going to be where i was going to be and um you know involved with the big east conference so it's just something i kind of loved and i spent the first 15 years sort of doing that but um i think at that time i was i would never take a big corporate job i always went with a small entrepreneurial company or started something and I kind of figured that's sort of very important to me. And then and then I think for the last five, six, well, bef- you know, before I did this, was looking for something that was going to continue to kind of draw passion and, and, and just get me fired up every mm. day. And um, ironically, the when I was in college, the first wave of craft beer happened, which was the Anchor Steams and the Sierra Nevadas and the mm. Sam Adams and the Harpoons. And I was so intrigued by that. Like, um, it's kind of funny for a college kid uh, <laughs> to be just like, it was just so unique and different and all this. So I'd always sort of 
really watched the craft beer industry. And then in 2008, this new explosion happened and it was so different and so unique and, and just really interesting. And I just like, you know, life is luck at mm. some level. And my business partner actually lived one house down from me <laughs> and he, we had done a sports marketing deal. It's, I can't, I'm not going to go into this long dive job, how we met, but we had done a sports marketing deal like eight years before he went over to Europe to run global innovation, then Stella Artois. Oh. Like globally. So a real beer guy. And then he happened to move back to New England because um, he, he got a great opportunity, but he wanted his kids to, to be educated in the United States and legitimately moved down the street for me. And it was 08, economy was not great. You know, he came in at the wrong time. And we just kept, we just talked and this idea happened. Originally, we were going to build, we wanted to buy, because we were brand guys. I came from the advertising mm. uh, world. And um, we were going to buy like a, a small brewery and kind of build it up and do that. But mm -hmm. he was just like, it's really hard to, you know, there's 3,200 breweries. Like, it's hard to build a brand like that. So that's why we kind of did the partnership contract model. Mm. But to answer your question is, it, it just, it's been a pathway of, of looking for opportunity and entrepreneurship and trying to do something that, that um, I could kind of own mm. in some regard. And it's funny. It's what my father did. He, he actually started the advertising agency that, um, that I was a partner in oh, before wow. I left. Uh, and, and ironically, even before that, and it's well represented in the guild Pawtucket is my grandfather sort of born in America, but parents were off the boat from Ireland you know, he had a he had a local Irish neighborhood bar called Duffy's oh, Tavern. Oh, my God. So that's entrepreneurial, too. Yeah. I mean, it's bar owner, but still entrepreneur. So we've just kind of had that mm. that in our DNA. Yeah, and it's almost so, like you combine, like, from your grandfather having a pub, yeah. your father being in advertising and starting that sort of brand. Yep. And what you're doing, you said you're not the brewer. Yep. You know, you know enough, you know enough to probably do it. Yeah, yeah. But, like... The guild is a mixture of like being an advocate for the br people who are brewing with you, yep. managing your own space, yep. and also like having a community that people can come in and relax and have a pint. And so it's funny, like you took a little bit from each and, you, each, and your yeah. passion and then came up with this really cool idea. The, the funny part to me uh, th that doesn't compute yep. is that you guys were like talking like, oh, you know, maybe we'll we'll buy a brewery or start a small brewery and try to build it up from there. Yep. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, you know, there's this many breweries out there. That's not going to be easy. And somehow the easier way was to try to find people who <laughs> were established but needed a brewer that you then had to have a building to brew in. And like that yeah. seems more complicated to me. Oh, I didn't say we're smart. <laughs> I, I just said, <laughs> no, I, I think it came down to, you, you know, to get, shelf space and liquor stores and getting tap lines and, and building that it's hard. And that's why I celebrate all the brewers and distillers because it's not easy. Mm. Right? It's just not easy. But, you know, as I always say, with great business success comes business problems. Mm. And so when we were analyzing the market, we realized that there were a lot of breweries that were um, just having capacity issues. They mm. couldn't make enough beer for, mm. for the market. A local example was Dogfish. Dogfish pulled out of Rhode Island for five years 
because they said they needed to be dedicated to the markets they serve because they couldn't make enough beer. Mm -hmm. So that's why. And then, and then just to show that we did do a little homework on this, <laughs> um, we went to see four breweries for proof of concept mm. and three of them said, can you start tomorrow? So <laughs> that's wow. good. You know, so that's where, that's gotcha. where everything came out. So the idea isn't um, taking over necessarily all of the brewing. It's to no. uh, yeah. add additional brewing capacity Correct. for people who can't quite meet demand based on barrel sizes and what they, what they can fit in house. So, you know, in a lot of cases where great brewery like devil's purse, or Night Shift up in Boston, we do a lot of work with. Santilli, their IPA, crushes it. And then all of a sudden, they wake up one day and they're like, we're spending 90% of our time making Santilli mm -hmm. to get it to market. We have so many other ideas and so many things. So one of the things that we do is we take that flagship off of their hands and allows them to mm. kind of be innovative and creative. So... They, they, their place is still their their home base, their DNA, everything what they are. But we're just kind of helping them kind of get to that next level. Mm. Because what we say, you can build that would be like um locally, like like Captain's Daughters like was like the OG. It was like the start of it all. Like yep. the yeah. greatest beer. Like I still love Captain's Daughter. Mm. Another dangerous beer because like it just tastes like it's it's pretty high mm -hmm. ABV. You, you know, but they're there's a lot of focus on that. So in those kind of breweries could be an example of kind of pulling back and, and, and doing that so they can, they can kind of continue. What gives them creative. the space to like, Correct. like yeah. you said, they're, you're, they're using all that brain power to work on one thing that they already have down. I'm yep. sure they have a very specific recipe. They already know exactly what yep. needs to go into it. So instead of having to work on that, they can work on their version of the smoked peach beer, Correct. right? They yep. can do something more, more, not more fun because that their baseline is also fun, but something that might be a little different for them or out of their comfort zone, they can actually put time into that and, and still make money. Yeah, exactly. And, and to get people back into the, mm -hmm. to the beer halls and tap rooms, because if you were like, I, you know, I don't want to, if I love coals from devil's purse, I'm not going to go to the brewery to get it. Cause I can get it at, at the bars and liquor stores and all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I respect them so much as a brewer. What are they doing now? Like what mm -hmm. else are they doing? Mm -hmm. So now they're nailing, they're just crushing it and doing great stuff. And, and the culture is selling like crazy. So we can kind of handle that. One of the models around it too is, is you can build depending on real estate, a, a, a nice startup brewery per I don't know, 1 million, let's just say good mm -hmm. plus or minus, but to get to that next level automation and all this, you have to spend 9 million. Wow. So, so a brewer will ask a question like, do we want to take that risk and build a massive brewery and do this? And which we celebrate, like mm. if you want to do that, that's, we've had several potential partners who said, ah, we're just going to go this way. Mm. And they've done really well, but it's a big risk. It's a lot of money. It's mm. believe me, you know, all these brewers are signing personal guarantees with banks and all this. So for us, it becomes, you can still do your thing you can come to us and not feel like you have to stare at the, at the ceiling at night mm. <laughs> worrying yeah. about how you pay your yeah. bills. So it's just another, another sort of reason mm. and why it, we exist. I'm and, sure for, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just another 
another option for a way to expand production without having to expand your own personal facility. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it might give people the opportunity who are like dying to start their own thing, but maybe aren't in the place to have their own facility to start slow. Sure. To, so they don't have, like you said, like be staring at the ceiling, worrying so much about this heat, like having barrels and all the equipment and all that stuff. They can start on a smaller it's a big, obviously, the guild is a huge scale. The guild's a little bit different model because we can't deal with startups because, oh. of, because we're so big. too so big. So big? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, even for the guild brewing company, which is kind of getting our own brand out there now and doing that, is we don't can our product mm. because we're not making enough beer to can the product oh. because of our system is too large. Oh, okay. So the pilot system just kegs and... and mm. Maybe we'll go to the big league someday. So is your right. your guild brewing essentially to supply your two locations? Or are you uh, putting yeah. it elsewhere yep. as well? So or? three, when we, we just closed it up, but we have a seasonal beer garden in Providence. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's my yep. fave. So it's a, it's awesome. I love, oh my God. It's like so sad to close it up. It's like end of summer. It's kind so, of but when it, it opens, yeah. like I like i'm like scrolling like the instagram like when it gets to that point where it's like getting a little nicer out i'm like what is this gonna open because it's and we just had um uh maria from the flea on like my favorite thing to do is like go to the flea then walk on the pedestrian bridge go to the guild like (laughs) it's it's just so much fun and it's like where can you like get a casual beer sit in a fun like it's not a picnic table but like that sort of style and like look at the beautiful skyline like that's the whole thing it's 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 our our uh our beer hall is is the providence skyline and the providence river and and all that i'm Mm. so thrilled that we did that and we get that beer trailer which i love it's so cool i don't get i don't get excited about a lot of stuff (laughs) we have a beer trailer that's pretty cool cool. we got it from tennessee (laughs) so it's um but it's it's it that's been cool Mm. and in one of you know, the state of Rhode Island owns that land. And, I, you know, we went to him and said, every great city has beer gardens. And, like, you, you got this amazing property that you're not activating at some level. And they were already thinking about stuff, which mm-hmm. is great. So th- that's why it happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been thrilled. And Get Ready next year is going to be, we're going to add more music, more <gasps> food, more Yay. family like more content around it mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm really really excited about oh that. i'm i'm so we got the exclusive there's gonna be it's gonna be bigger it's, it's gonna, gonna be great. oh my god yeah, so awesome. exciting it's gonna be great. i always whenever we are near the pedestrian bridge i know plant city is over there yep. but it was always surprising to us that they there weren't plans from the get-go to have like a restaurant or something like built into the pedestrian bridge because it seems like it would be like a uh, no-brainer yeah. Yeah. you know to have because really you guys are the first thing that's been there for people to gather and can buy um you know i know you have food trucks and your beer like that's really the first thing and it's like there should i mean that seems silly like there should have been something like from the plan of the pedestrian bridge there should have been like a but good for you for coming up with that idea yeah and i think they're still planning on some stuff but but yeah no we're thrilled if Mm. we're the first ones in i'm I'm all all happy about it so um yeah so that's been fun and Mm. that's just Again, extending the Guild brand, providing community platforms for people just to hang out. Mm. Like I just, as I've, I've always said, it's like we're not egotistical to say people are just coming from the beer. They're coming to connect totally. with each other. Mm. And if we can give them cool, unique locations to do that, I'm super happy. Yeah. And so you went to 
PC. Yep. Are you from Rhode Island originally? I am. It has a little bit of electric fence around the place. I do, I, honestly, I when you Rhode Islander. Oh yeah. There we go. Ha, and so is he. Yep. All of us. I knew I liked the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And everyone, almost every single person we've interviewed so far has yep. either never left the state, as in like to live elsewhere or to yep. work elsewhere, yep. or left and was drawn back for some reason, which makes me so happy because yeah. I had I grew up in Cumberland. I went to college in Boston for three years and I came back and I'm so and when I did come back, I moved to Providence, which was yep. like the best move um, for me and Brian. We it's amazing. We city. like love um, we're obsessed with. It's stupid. I could write a love story about <laughs> Providence that would go on and on. But my question is... Should do a podcast on that. Just, yeah, right. my, just me talking about <laughs> yeah. the things I love about Providence. Exactly. One day we'll do, a, we'll do like a smash cut of all the times you've talked about it and we'll just make it one Love letters podcast. to Providence. So something too that you, you might already know about yeah. me and we've had to explain to people before is that I like... I'm very much like a gusher about things. Like I love to put spotlights on things that deserve spotlights and like sure. to be happy and so thrilled for our community to have, you know, big... big uh, businesses that like the guild that are expanding, but also expanding the community and helping other businesses. And it's just like, I mean, I'm sure other states maybe do that, but like a place like Rhode Island where like everyone knows everyone, yeah. everyone is in the same. I, I understand that Rhode Island has a lot of moving parts, but like, we're all really like one network. Yeah. And the fact that we are all coming together and doing these things, um, anyway, I'm on a tangent. My question is, is your, it's, you went to. It's a good tangent, by the way. I completely was listening to the <laughs> oh, whole good. thing. So. Well, I want to know. So you went to PC. You're from yep. Rhode Island. Yep. Where are you from? And then if you still live in Rhode Island now, which I'm assuming you do, where do you live now? That'd be great if I was like, <laughs> I live in Seacon. Yeah. No. I, uh, <laughs> it's almost no, Rhode Island. I, uh, I, I grew up, I was, I was a neighboring town mm -hmm. from you. In Lincoln, 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 Lincoln oh, Rhode Island. We were so enemies. Uh, She's Cumberland. I'm North Smithfield. Wow. So we were all enemies. We were, if we're, we... we're right in like the triangle at the top oh, of the. Oh, the vibe state. was still good here. Let's keep it going. It's all good. Let's put our little territorial tribals on the side. I'll let it go. I'll That's let it okay. Go. I, I didn't. I so there, parents moved to Bristol. Mm. Um, I did do short stints away. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, was in Europe for a year. Cool. After PC, but came back. And uh, let's see, Providence, East Side, uh, Oak Hill. Nice. And, and then now in Barrington. Oh, cool. So, Very nice. Do you like, is it, was it hard to get That's why strategically placed Warren came it's to very be. Smart, yeah. Very <laughs> smart. I was just thinking, I was like, oh, Warren seems like a nice little drive for you. <laughs> was it? That's, that's I don't mind visiting. <laughs> <laughs> was it hard to get used to being in Barrington from like the Providence area? Yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that gets back to the whole Warren thing. Cause mm. we were like, uh, my wife and I were kind of looking around and like we have kids in schools, right? Mm. People move to Barrington for the schools period. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, you know, you have Barrington, but you have Bristol for food and all mm. that. Like, yeah. Super great, blah blah blah, and then within but in the last eight years, like we Warren go down exploded because Warren's just right there. Mm. Mm. So yeah, so yes, I had to get used to suburban life. <laughs> it's uh, hard, but uh, gave me a little bit more green space for my two boys to run around and be knuckleheads. And you were able to bring a little part of, you know, Pawtucket 
in that Providence scene to Warren, which is cool. So it's not. Took a while, but yeah. yeah you we, got there we, though, we right? Finally, we finally got there. Yeah. Where did you live when you were in Europe for a year? Uh, so in, uh, I was in Dublin. Ooh. For, uh, this was still in the sports There's no marketing. beer there. <laughs> no, my love for Guinness is unbounding. <laughs> she can do her love letters about Providence. I'll do my love letters about the Guinness. Perfect. And, um, but, uh, yeah, so I was in Dublin, uh, working for the Irish Basketball Association, which is an oxymoron. Huh. Um, and, but still one of my favorite times of all time. Mm. Just laughed. Like, they're so funny. Uh, did a program up in Belfast. And then just travel Europe for a little bit. And you said you are Irish. Your grandfather's Irish. Yeah. Definitely so from that, the boat. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. must have been really cool to connect to with like your heritage yeah. and see where that started. And Like not not to be all cheesy. There, There's some, when I'm there, there's something really kind of connective. Oh. Which is weird. I love it's that. just It's just, you feel it. Mm. Yeah. Which is very cool. We lo- First of all, you're Maybe talking- I had too many Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to go to Ireland too. I'm not. Well, I'm a great like a- spot tiny bit i like an eighth irish it doesn't but it's still welcome you i'm also a photographer and it's gorgeous oh my god it's so the west coast is i'd love love to go out there pretty spectacular yeah do you get to go back now like do you do you have like a yearly or semi yearly trip that you go there we went we went a couple years ago you could definitely Um, like write it off as research uh, there's not like beer fest we there. Have a, can, like, we have a hard talk uh, culture. Force yourself. You can have a or you can have, you know, there's yeah. like two. Yeah. No. yeah, that's true. Actually, I was very surprised when I was there um, in London, too, the amount of craft breweries that have popped up. Mm-hmm. So you used to have very mm-hmm. established brands that, you know, was Guinness and Harp, you know, forever. Yeah. And now it's just an explosion. Where is um, Smittix out of? Smittix you know? is. I used to love Smittix too. I Man, don't know. No, I'm gonna have to look it up. I do a little like random fact checking sometimes when I'm. As we go, I was gonna say cork, but I'm not. I don't want to embarrass me on, on your podcast. <laughs> Sorry, d- don't commit to anything. I'll figure it out. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna take him a second. Uh, to the, find the Google it. machine is very <laughs> yeah, powerful. Yeah, it, it works. Uh, one other thing. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about too. Well, sure. two of them. One, uh, just the facility in general, the buildings, how yep. like that space, uh, your new uh, venue space, which is really awesome. Uh, but then two, the area, and you know, we were kind of talking about like what's around, like where the Providence location is, what's around, like the Warren one is. Um, one kind of cool thing which happened after you guys were already there is like that they're putting that. I believe they're still putting that Boston tea stop. That's oh, yeah. not far from you, yeah, right? Totally. Like right there. Yeah, insane. Like that's pretty sweet. <laughs> and there's like kind of condos and stuff around there too. Like it ended up being a pretty good area for you guys to be. I always in. laugh like, like we're like, oh, like the smart real estate guys. Like no <laughs> clue it was going to happen. But first of all, we love Pawtucket. Like mm. there's something just great about it. Like I loved living in Oak Hill. Mm. I always laughed like Oak Hill was like. You looked in the backyard at Providence taxes, you know, but it felt <laughs> it still had that east yeah. east side vibe going mm-hmm. on. Totally. Um, and then just I don't know, just you know, oh, so the, the Duffy's Tavern was in Pawtucket. Mm. So like my parents were from Pawtucket, like just just everything. There's just a lot going on. Uh, just just my connectivity with with the with the city, but like. It, I just see so much promise in Pawtucket mm. and the neighborhood has changed even after the last five years. Mm-hmm. You're totally right about we're surrounded by, I think like 600 apartments and condos. 
and they range from doctors to 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 artists to all this kind of really cool stuff and um and the train station yeah mm. so it's gonna happen it's uh next summer yeah and you're it's a gonna selling point for them bringing younger people to those condos and stuff like well there's a train station here if you have to travel to boston and oh look yeah. there happens to be a brewery over here <laughs> yeah i mean i still like to we're running out of space um mm. we, it's a kind of city block almost like 131,000 square feet wow but um but we are kind of running out of space but originally i wanted to do this food and beverage hub and mm. where it really became the sort of epicenter of where you could go and you would get anything you want. Mm. Uh, I haven't realized my dream yet on that, but uh, that's okay. Everything else is, I, believe, I, believe I was going to say, every, everything is, you know, it feels it like it probably, you know, if you're dreaming it, I feel like it definitely could happen. Yeah, it feels of, like you've gone on a good trajectory <laughs> so far. Unfortunately, a lot of the concepts come from dreams on that, <laughs> you know, and they've, they've, fortunately worked out but out of a lot of hard work from our team well, i mean that those so. concepts that might seem a little far out, like it's not too far out the the um event space yeah but like you know when uh we had taken a tour of the building a while back and you were building it and i was yeah. like oh this could be for weddings and stuff it's really cool but it also seemed like now to me it makes perfect sense was but it like, also seemed a little such bit a bad idea why <laughs> would you ever <laughs> it seemed a little bit out of place but yeah. also really yeah. cool at yeah. the same time which i think is kind of its selling point that yeah. it's like uh it's in the middle of stuff that like you might not think that space was there um yeah. but it's like in a really cool area and there's good parking around there and um from what i've seen i haven't seen it finished inside yet but the inside looks really cool and... yeah so we're doing a lot of things um we did some improvements during COVID too, where you get the beer hall, which is a standard. We got a good food culture. Mm. We're going to really kind of bring back our food culture a little bit stronger, bringing back our music culture, but we actually built a stage. So actually next oh. year we're going to, in a very cool green room, I, I heard that's cool for musicians. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Uh, but, but we're, we're actually going to start bringing acts in, um starting in february oh cool and we're going to be doing uh, uh so we have a, a music partner Lindsay learner who's just awesome awesome person and just the idea of of provinces in a unique place because you know you'll have a great band play in new york city they're going to play boston the next weekend but where are they going to go in between mm. right so why not do a show in in Pawtucket. Oh my god, that's you know? so cool! So we're gonna have really some cool. very kind of u unique eclectic acts there. Um, I think we already have three booked. Wow! To cool. do that, and and they're gonna be during the off nights when uh, I'm never gonna disturb our beer drinking fans and our mm -hmm. our craft culture, but we're really gonna do that. You know, we build out um, our our beer garden, so out in the back courtyard. We have an area, so just when it's really nice how people can go outside. And then, which was great during COVID because mm. that was the first thing we opened up. Yeah. So when we could open up in May, you know, they were like six feet apart. Well, we could go 14 feet apart and still have 20 tables out mm. there, mm -hmm. which people really, really appreciated. And then the barn. The barn's been amazing. Like, I, I don't, I'm still shocked. On um, When we opened up the guild, and our original tap room was inside, inside the tank, right in, in, you know, the brew house. Mm -hmm. um, but we were getting pinged for events. And I'm like, that's interesting, right? Because I always said we had a blueprint for brewing, but 
That's right. Every once in a while, we bump a microphone. Do not <laughs> use your hands to talk. Oh, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm, doing. I'm, I'm like the most animated <laughs> talker with I'm, my hands too. Um, but um, you know, as I always say, that we had a blueprint for the brewing operations, but we didn't really have one for for the retail. Just kind of, we just kind of figure out what worked. But the, the barn has been amazing. We've done just this year, and we really didn't start having like a good flow of events till June. Mm-hmm. We've already done a hundred. Wow. And it's been crazy. That's insane. With like 30 of them being weddings. And they're just so wide ranging and super cool. Mm. And and uh, I was laughing. Someone put a, a video together of their wedding. And they kind of used different places in the guild to get ready and all this. And mm. just have ceremony. And I was just like, that took community to a much deeper level for mm. me. Like, I just was, like, blown away by it. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's great. So we're doing a lot of fundraisers, a lot of corporate events, a lot of weddings, a lot of other celebrations. And, it's, again, that's a bigger scale of that community model. My kind of corporate event. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I so. went to, um, before, like, right before COVID, I went to, a, like, a great Gatsby party at the uh-huh. Guild at, in the barn. Yep. And it was, again, I... At the time, I mean, this must, I guess it was two years ago if it was before COVID, which is like insane. Maybe it was yeah, long, insane. maybe it was slightly yeah. longer. Yep. But I remember thinking like, oh, the guild, like they're having a party at the guild, like yeah. where? And then I'm like, oh, maybe they like, because I, I had been to the, like the brew house and I knew that there was areas that were bigger. I'm like, oh, maybe they like ripped off a section. And then when we pulled up and it was like this full barn yeah. with like brick and beams and like, oh my God, it was so cool. And like you said, it's kind of a... It has like the the authenticity of it, but like you yeah. can kind of do with it what you want yeah, with design. decorations. Yep. So it was cool because like it actually felt like we were at a great Gatsby party, like in the middle of Pawtucket next to a brew house. It was yeah, it was that, so cool. Just hearing that, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. Awesome. I was also laughing about how you can make your own. This weekend, so we had three weddings this weekend. Two, two of them were <laughs> Halloween themed. Oh my god! Yeah, were people dressed up? Whoa! Like, <laughs> what? One wasn't as serious as the the other one was all in. Like the groom, like getting married because we'll have the ceremony on site too. Yeah, full on Dracula. Wow! Yeah, wow. yeah. that's so cool. For some, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> but it a- is though. No, but I, I'm, I was just joking. But yeah. it's, it's like. You can like, do whatever you want do there. Do whatever you want. Celebrate whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Be you. Yeah. Right? So anyways, I was just laughing about that. Yeah. I was so Gatsby to vampires. To, to vampires. <laughs> to super elegant weddings, whatever. Yeah. We I went, can do all of it. When I was at the Guild recently, um, we were sitting in the courtyard and there was a wedding across the way and the bride was playing cornhole. So That's it's great. like, from like you said, from an elegant party to a Halloween themed party to a party where like. A little mix of both. Yeah, it's so cool. Like <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yeah, and, and everyone was having so much fun, and you could tell that it was, it just the same thing that we have been talking about, like that sense of community and like that sort of, it feels like casual, not casual might be the wrong word, but it feels oh. like easy, Yeah. right? Like it's not like stuffy, it's not like judgy, like it's just like, cool, this is my spot. Like this is where I feel good. I, I think, I think particularly... We've all had a hard year, mm. right? Oh, yeah. Everyone has had a hard year. So we can make a place that's easy mm. and fun and friendly. Yeah. Then that's all I care about. Yeah, that's, totally. I mean, that's because it's like people need places to escape, you know, and yep. just 
you know, because it has been a very hard year. And, and mm. that's something we've recognized and, and we tell our staff, just realize that people are here to have some fun. Totally. And they are too. And, and you know, if you're going to work here, have some fun too. Yeah. You know? When you have an event, just because I've been to one and I'm like, how does the logistics work? Because do you, does the guild have like a full kitchen or does it, do you mm-hmm. hire out um, caterers? Like what is, how does or that do work? they bring in their own caterers? Yeah. So, so this kind of gets onto the whole theme about, it's really about what you want. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I always joke cause I'm just like, look, we're a brewery with a lot of space, right? Cool <laughs> so space. do what you want. <laughs> do what you want. It's your day. Mm. Celebrate it. So, um, we would have like a preferred food list, but I said, it's only preferred because these are the people that we've worked with a lot and yeah. we trust if you need something, but you can bring any, any sort of, you know, caterer you want, food truck you want, kind of doing that. Mm. Um, just set up the way you want it. I like you know? the move toward, uh, I've known a few people who have gone to weddings this past year and instead of catering, they do a food truck mm. or like two yeah. food trucks or yep. three food trucks. Like that I like that move cool. toward food trucks. I think it's yeah. kind of fun. Oh, and, and I would say, yeah, about th- at least a third, maybe, maybe only a third are food truck based, but like even someone did, they did, um, uh, Matilda's, which is empanadas. And mm. as yeah. they did that, like is the pre like cocktail and, did that and then they have Burgundian that does waffles. Oh and, my god, they're oh and my they god. did that for the dessert. I'm like, so that's cool. super cool too. Yeah, and then smart. you, but you had still a formal sit whatever mm. you were doing. So again, yeah, totally. Like, I think people are just again getting back to that word authenticity and mm. and they just. I like people that get married at the guild because they, 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 they're they're focused on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not focused on any of that. Yeah, the preconceived notion of what the wedding of, should be. Of what, uh, <laughs> yeah. What you have to do at a wedding and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So it's been, it's been, um, it's, it's a lot. I mean, we've had to hire a staff just around that. Yeah. I was going to say, do you um, have like an event coordinator I'm or totally do you do that? Manager, oh, wow. And we're going to be bringing in, um, two associates to kind of mm. help her. And then our, our beer hall manager supports them with staff and mm. all that. Yeah. It's been a big undertaking, but at some level it's kind of seamless. Um, obviously I can be away and just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's not true. seamless at all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's, but it's, they've done a really wonderful job. Yeah. And it's doing that. just really proud of them and what they've been able to accomplish. Mm, and it feels every time you go there, like I've said, it feel like the team, I know I haven't said this yet, but like the team always feels like they're super down to be at the guild. Like it, you never get like a, a, a server might be the wrong word, but like a beer Beer tender. Beer tender. Thank yep. you. There we go. A beer tender. That's a thing. It, I didn't know that. That's I like that word. Yeah, like you it. said, people are creative with their words. That's yeah. that's pretty good. That's but everyone feels like they're down to be at the guild, whether I, you're working so. or, or or drinking there or, or wa- having your dog or your kid or whatever. Like everyone feels like they're just like cool to be there, which is awesome. Well, I hope so. I feel that's like to work cool. at a brewery, you probably have to have some sort of like passion behind it. Right. Yeah, there's definitely very degrees of our, of our beer tenders that are like super geeked out on the mm. beer and they want to talk about everything and all that. And then there's the beer tender that just really respects craft, but just loves the environment. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we have a we have kind of a collection of both. Mm. You know. So, you're. By the way, at the wedding, did you cheer when the bride, you know, 
left the ceremony? So we didn't see the actual ceremony. Oh, you didn't? Okay. But we saw the bride and the groom entering the reception. Okay. And let me tell you, the little courtyard that I was a part of was <laughs> screaming. That's... We were clapping. We were yelling. We were like, yeah. And like I said, I, I had just gotten married like literally the at that point, it was like the week before. Yep. So I was all down to make this bride feel like she was like the queen of the world. So I was like, yes, girl, like you look beautiful. I love you. That's sort of what I was hoping for. That, yeah. Because some, we, we get married on the other side of the beer garden mm. where they would, uh, if they wanted an outside wedding, and then they would have to kind of work, walk by the beer garden. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's sort of what I'm hoping oh, for. Oh, and response. I think. This little sort of extra like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a little bit from the person sitting down and be like, what the hell's going on? Mm -hmm. To that, like, that's cool. Okay. I go. think yep. someone, there was someone, we were sitting kind of back and there was a big party sitting like towards, more towards like the event space. Yeah. And I heard one person say, is that the bride and groom? And as soon as someone said that, everyone was like, got up and was like, we're looking. And we were like, you know, screaming and clapping. And we were so excited. And you can tell that they were excited That's that cool. random people were happy for them. And, you know, when you're around happy people, like you're happy. Yeah. So it's, you know, it was, it was so, it was so cool. I had cool. such a good time. Cool. I, had yeah. a, I had to hear that. I wanted good. Yeah. This is sort of, that was a little of the vision. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. And I can't imagine the crowd participation. And the people yeah. <laughs> on the inside, I bet, because it was pretty busy the day that I went. It was a Saturday. Yeah. I can only imagine the people on the inside were probably like clapping and cheering too. Yeah. We were a smaller, there was probably like, my, I had four people in my party and there was probably like a party of eight. So it was smaller, but yeah. like, let me tell you, we were allowed. That's awesome. We we made their, I'm, I don't, marrying each other probably made their day, but I think we were close. We were a close, close second. second. Our little cheer, like in the random courtyard. So good. That's I awesome. think I like tipped my beer over, like clapping for them. <laughs> Listen, Overly I am not, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it all the way. I was going to say. I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for like a simple like, woo. No way. Nah. Mm -mm. No, she's going all out. <laughs> it's happening. That's awesome. Especially after like a beautiful hard seltzer. Then she can't be stopped. <laughs> and like I said, because I had just done the wedding thing, like I'm, I was in, I feel like when you get married for like a little bit of time, you're in like a bubble where everything looks like pink and cheery and happy. So it's like, you know, it was just like a happy time. Okay. Both of these people are looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not I like crazy. It. Oh, I like it. I'm it the, I haven't been in that bubble. So I don't <laughs> That's know. true. You haven't, what am been I talking in, about? you haven't been in that bubble. It's a really fun bubble to be in. I, I'm still in it, I think. I hope. Very nice. I hope I never leave it. I, it sounds like you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you like. She's pretty happy all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, awesome. like, it's like she got like like maybe 10% more there for a while. <laughs> She's still here though. Listen, it's awesome. just how it works. I'm, I gosh, I, you were like, I don't want to be too cheesy. And I was like, no, please be cheesy. So I'm not the only person here that's like cheesy about everything. <laughs> please join my team, my cheesy team. So Nothing wrong with being excited about things. Exactly. The only people who tell you there is are the people that are miserable about things. Exactly. So. And how can you be miserable? Having a beautiful beer in a beautiful location with like uh, the area that you're in in the guild, is it like part of like, you know, like the mill buildings? Is, yep. is that, it's part of that, I'm assuming, yeah? It's that, uh, it's not connected, but the district is the kind of thread district. Mm. Yeah, because they all have similar. Be, yeah, which will be where the train station is. Mm. So yeah, the train station's a hundred yards away from us. That is so cool. Yeah, it's nice. gonna be great. Um, and isn't I could be totally off base, so if I am, please disregard everything I say. Aren't they building a soccer stadium in Pawtucket too? They're in process. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's gonna like Is that where it landed, Pawtucket? 
because they yeah. discussed a few <clears throat> different places over it's the past be, years. Yeah, across um, 95, kind of an oak hill, mm. on, sort of on the, the base, on the, gotcha. on the water there. I've seen the plans, like, amazing. They look and cool. And I really hope they can pull it off. I think they will. Mm. And I, that'll be a great addition. That'll be cool. I mean, I, I was in yeah. at a, where the heck was I? They're just a little, like, sports bar right over the line into Mass. And for the first time, I saw a neon sign that said "Woo Socks." Oh yeah, and I was it's a painful. little like I was a little depressed. It's no, it's painful. I'm sad. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm sad that they left Pawtucket because obviously, like as a kid, we would go there to see the fireworks mm-hmm. and yeah. all that stuff. But I actually recently did go to the the Worcester, and it's a Worc- pile of crap. No, right? it's not. It's actually <laughs> very nice. It's very nice. And their mascot you left Rhode Island. I did. Yeah, <laughs> just for just you. for one night. That's what I was just talking their about. Their mascot is a giant smiley face. <laughs> like is it how, really? that's where yes. you know the the yellow smiley face yeah. is actually created in Worcester. Oh. Not to drop Worcester knowledge know on you. Yeah, but, um, I didn't yeah. know that, and and so I found that out. That's where they kind of did that because Paul's doesn't really work anymore. That's uh, sad. They're like, retired. Again, I'm <clears> sad. <throat> Obviously, I wish that we could have kept the paw socks because yep. they were so fun and I have such fond memories. But I am the type of person that I'm going to give them a chance. And the mm. the stadium was very beautiful. And what I thought was really cool is in the stadium, there was a marketplace that you could buy because I'm a vegetarian and it can be hard to like eat at a stadium as a vegetarian because it's like you can either have like popcorn, french fries or some sort of meat. Yep. And I'm like, I don't want to. a lot of gum under the seats and stuff, right? That, that, that. True, true, true. <laughs> but this marketplace had like. Just snacks on. So we need a little bit more You don't want that. <laughs> no, but this marketplace had like chips and like different, just like different foods that anybody could have. Yep. And yep. It, it's, um, what's it called? Polar Seltzer is yep. like their, that's their stadium. That's Polar Park. So it was literally like, and I love soda water. It was like every <laughs> single flavor of soda water. That you could ever imagine. So I thought it I was. Pay nice. for that sponsorship at some point. Oh right? yeah, that's, no, that's true. That's Polar's true. also out of Worcester, so just another. Okay. See, you know, you know. I'm not going. <laughs> 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 no, no. I, you know, it's interesting. I was a huge, huge proponent of the Paul Sox new stadium and doing mm. this, and mm-hmm. and just really thought the state screwed up because they did. Um. And I and I don't mean to just jump on another bandwagon, but if you saw the soccer stadium, like what they want to do it's with so the cool. whole community, the 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 Paul Sox just wanted to build a stadium, which mm. would have been beautiful no matter what. These guys are building a, uh, an entire community around That's it. That's awesome, and it's right on the water. And to be honest, like the Paul Sox weren't getting the numbers that. Mm. That they were used to getting, yeah. it was becoming a little bit of a tired brand. So maybe a soccer will kind of. I'm so yeah, excited just, about it. And I'll always just have. Do that. A, I still have my the cup from the longest game. Here we go. <laughs> I still have some of the a plastic cup from it. I think my dad was at the game. Wow. So we had like a couple of See? cups from there. So you I still, still have, have you. You can still have your memories. Exactly. Memorabilia. We used to go there for Fourth uh, of July and See, see the fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. But it's the reason I brought up the soccer stadium is because yep. like the train station, the soccer stadium, new apartments. Like you were right in thinking what you said before. Like you've just felt like a good feeling in Pawtucket in yeah. the area, and clearly like he's a real estate genius. He's you were right. Genius. Just a genius. <laughs> and like just so many things. <laughs> are happening do you have so my joke by the way and it hasn't i we're 
the the food infrastructure needs to be created in Pawtucket. But I'm like, I'm always like, you know, Pawtucket's the Brooklyn to Providence. Mm. I'm like, but don't talk about Pawtucket because we we don't want it to be out there too much. Yeah, you don't want people yeah, yeah, to know like about it's, it. It's just too cool. To, yeah, it's yeah. so cool. But it, but it 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 has that potential vibe where mm. more artists and it it could be it could be so much more, and it's getting there. Yeah, and I mean, in in general, like Providence. I remember when I was in high school, like you didn't go to Providence. Like your fam- like my family from Cumberland did not go to Providence. Like no way. So like now it's so, it's it's there's so much to do there. There's yeah. there's stuff for family. There's stuff for students. There's stuff for artists. There's stuff for any age, any sort of demographic. Like whether you want to spend a ton of money or you just want to do some free, like fun sightseeing. Like there's yeah. so much to do now. Yeah. And that was, I mean, when I was at that, that was less than 15 years ago. So I can't even imagine like the, the leaps and bounds that Pawtucket are making. Like yeah. I think sky's the limit really. There's so much space and you, you know, I think it's really gonna, I think your real estate genius is really Paying then off. it's being proven time and time again proof of concept i always <laughs> wanted to be in real estate so yeah you're kind of there, there. No. um <laughs> do you have anything fun happening this year or anything with the guild or anything yeah. so i i think our goal for uh 2022 ooh, crazy so day. weird it's wild? literally so two weird. months away so weird um is is to build more content in community and i've always talked about like the four pillars of of the guild which is beer obviously food music and art Mm. and anything that we can build around those pillars we're going to absolutely do so you'll definitely see that in Pawtucket. you'll definitely see that in providence Mm. and then warren we're a little bit more confined it's a little more of a restauranty concept we don't have as much space Mm. but We'll figure something out there. No. Um, but short term, we're right next to, um, you guys might not remember this, but iconic In Your Ear. In Your Ear was on Thayer Street forever. Mm. And it was just a vinyl store. Yeah. And it was just like with some cool other stuff. Um, but there's a vinyl store right next to us. So in Warren, about, right? Yeah. So they so actually about are in our magazine nights. right this month. Oh, see, we, yeah. You said that and I was like, Super wait, wait, cool. wait. Yeah, that's so cool. So we might, we'll be doing some other fun things. Mm. So. And you have like a semi, I'm going to call this, this might not be the right word, but like an entertainment series coming in February yes. at the Pawtucket location, Correct. which like is so cool. Larger concerts mm. and kind of doing that. So yeah, mm. we, the whole goal now that, you know, Warren took up a lot of time going through Providence for the first real season mm. was a lot. Now we can mm. actually settle in and just kind of and start innovating sure again kind of everything in the house is is great so yeah we're fired up we're, we're so excited awesome. and we like appreciate you coming here and taking yeah, the time great yeah and uh quick before you go uh one thing um all i found was that smittix was just from ireland <laughs> 1710 it didn't give me anything specific i didn't dig that dead deeply because we were talking and they give you a county no none that i can see i would have to like really google my butt off here um we can email you <laughs> But, I can go on the Google machine yeah, and figure yeah, that yeah, out too. Earlier. But at least it is. Imagine if it was like a completely different country. Maybe that far <laughs> off. Yeah, no, no, uh, no. But also, um, what's the best way to know what's going on with the guild? Uh, so, social or website or what? <laughs> so uh, socially, on, on we have Instagram and Facebook for all three locations. That always gives up to minute of what we're doing for the weekend and mm-hmm. doing whatever. 
And then we'll be launching our new website in about 30 days, oh, which, cool. which will have everything embedded, one-stop shop kind of. And then on out. like Instagram and Facebook, is it just like the Gild.ri? Uh, it's, that's the website. Oh, you're going to ask me this right now. So it's, I, I know it's the Guild uh, province, the Guild PVD. Um, Warren is the Guild Warren. Mm-hmm. And then Providence is, I think, I mean, Pawtucket is the Guild RI. Mm. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll let, switch it to Guild Pawtucket. We'll link to them in the show notes and stuff. You can so see them. So if we're, if we're off by message. a little bit, it's no big deal. <laughs> we got you. Just Google the Guild. Yeah, we'll uh, use the Google out. machine. Yeah. But uh, this was awesome. Really, really, really glad you got to come in and we yeah, got to sit great. down. Um, and I hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to our conversation. Here. Yeah, listen, have a beer the next when you listen to this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll prep people when uh, in the intro to, that they have Grab to crack a beer. a beer before this starts. Oh, that's awesome! Hey, thank you so much for inviting me. This is awesome. Yay! Enjoyed thank it. you. Have a good day, guys. Okay. Thanks, everybody.